Imagine for a moment, it's the dead of night in January 2000. You're in Crimea, Ukraine. Suddenly, your dormant television flickers to life, and on the screen appears an entity of a kind you've never seen before. Its skin is green, it levitates in a strange room, speaking a language you don't understand. Images flash behind it, scenes of war, American aircraft carriers, combat aircraft. Then, as suddenly as it appeared, it vanishes. The following is a story based on true events. The characters are fictional. In this story, we'll delve into the eerie tale of the green-skinned emissary as we follow the story of Lev Simonovich, a young, pragmatic journalist who finds himself plunged into an interstellar mystery. In the bustling heart of Kiev, Ukraine, nestled amidst the honking cars and towering buildings, was the Intertelevision studio, a beacon of truth and factual news. It was here that Lev Simonovich had found his calling. Young, tenacious, and fiercely ambitious, Lev was a rising star in the journalistic world, his every report echoing his dedication to unearthing and broadcasting verifiable truths. His desk was a mountain range of papers, each sheet a testament to his relentless pursuit of information. Multiple coffee cups, their insides stained with the memory of caffeine-fueled late nights, lay strewn around his workstation. Lev was a man known for his rigid scepticism and staunch pragmatism. Ghosts, aliens, the supernatural. Those were notions reserved for children's stories and Hollywood films not the serious journalistic world he inhabited. His life was a tapestry of facts, meticulously woven with threads of concrete evidence. Lev had made a career debunking unfounded theories and sensationist claims. He was a gatekeeper of truth, demissing conjecture and hearsay, determined to provide his audience with an unwavering reality of the world. An aura of confidence radiated off Lev, his determined gaze rarely breaking contact with his computer screen as he typed away. His colleagues admired his dedication, often teasing him for his ardent disbelief in the supernatural. Little did they know, however, that Lev Simonovich's world of facts and logic was about to be upended, challenging not just his beliefs, but his understanding of the universe itself. This particular day, Lev received a phone call from a woman named Valeria. She had a very interesting story she wanted to recount. As Lev held the phone receiver, Valeria's words echoed in his mind. Her recount of the strange late-night broadcast sounded something like a twisted science fiction tale. A green-skinned entity levitating in an empty room, gesticulating wildly. Speaking in alien tongues? The image made him chuckle. It was absurd. As he hung up, he promptly dismissed the account as an imaginative exaggeration. Probably a prank or some technical glitch that caused an old sci-fi movie to be broadcasted. However, 
As the day wore on, Lev's dismissal of the event began to waver. Phone calls from different corners of Crimea poured in, each a mirror of Valeria's initial report. The callers spoke of the same broadcast, of an unsettlingly alien figure, and of a backdrop screen displaying images of what seemed to be a war. The precise alignment of these stories was uncanny, but Lev clung to his scepticism. Coincidence, he muttered under his breath, trying to convince himself more than anyone else. Despite the budding intrigue, Lev felt a strong scent of reluctance to pursue this further. After all, all the studio executives were adamant about brushing off the incident. They didn't want to fan the flames of public hysteria or give credence to what they believed was nothing more than a major technical goof. Lev, caught between the growing mystery and the executive's clear dismissal, found himself standing on the edge of an abyss he wasn't sure he wanted to jump into. He couldn't ignore the nagging curiosity, though. The sheer number of calls, the consistent descriptions, the undeniable fear in the voices of the callers. It was like a puzzle begging to be solved. Yet, his rational mind continued to resist, his lifelong scepticism holding him back from taking the plunge into the realm of the unknown. Lev's scepticism was beginning to take a toll on him. While he kept dismissing the event as a hoax, the persistent phone calls and unwavering accounts of residents told a different story. His colleague, Dimitri, with his usual sarcastic grin, suggested a meeting with Professor Ivan Kuznyov. If anyone can make sense of this mess, it's him, Dmitri insisted, handing Lev a worn-out business card. Ivan Kuznyov was a respected scholar of quantum physics at the National Academy of Sciences of Ukraine, known for his eccentricity and fascination with unexplainable phenomena. With Dmitri's push, Lev found himself walking into Ivan's cluttered office, filled with stacks of books, models of atomic structures, and an air of profound curiosity. I heard you're looking for answers to a mystery, Ivan began, pushing his glasses up his nose, his eyes gleaming with interest. Lev couldn't help feel a surge of hope. Here was someone who might not dismiss his questions outright, someone who could guide him through a maze of confusion. Over steaming cups of tea, Lev narrated the strange incident, watching as the professor's eyebrows arched higher with every detail. Instead of the mockery or dismissal he had braced himself for, Ivan seemed genuinely intrigued. He encouraged Lev to pursue the truth, stressing the importance of challenging one's beliefs when faced with the inexplicable. Do not let your scepticism blind you, Lev, Ivan advised, his voice calm yet firm. Remember, scepticism is healthy until it stifles the pursuit of knowledge. There's a mystery here that's begging to be unraveled. Lev left Ivan's office that day with a renewed sense of purpose. For the first time since the incident occurred, he felt validated in his curiosity, 
encouraged to delve deeper despite the uncertainties that lay ahead. With Ivan's guidance echoing in his mind, Lev found himself ready to tackle the strange phenomenon that had turned his life upside down. Making a conscious choice to step beyond his own scepticism felt like a rite of passage for Lev. As he packed his belongings for the journey to Crimea, he felt an exhilarating mixture of apprehension and anticipation, marking the true beginning of his journey into the unknown. Arriving in Crimea, Lev found himself greeted by a community that seemed untouched by time, their lives interwoven with stories that went beyond the ordinary. Valeria, the woman who had initially reported the incident, welcomed him warmly, her eyes reflecting the excitement of sharing her tale with someone who was finally willing to listen. Lev spent his days navigating through the quaint streets of Crimea, interviewing the locals, their voices reverberating with the vivid memories of that unusual night. Their accounts were eerily similar. The late-night broadcast, the green-skinned entity, the warlike images, and the unrecognisable language that seemed to have a threatening tone. Each story added a new piece to the puzzle, pushing Lev further down the rabbit hole. Despite the palpable fear and confusion in their voices, the residents were forthcoming eager to share their experiences with Lev. They welcomed him into their homes, shared meals with him, and opened up about their own theories and speculations about the incident. Each conversation, each shared meal, each exchange glance of understanding propelled Lev further into his journey. Lev had left Kiev a skeptic, but in the heart of Crimea, Listening to the eyewitnesses' accounts of the residents, he found himself evolving into an investigator, drawn in by a mystery that begged to be solved. He realised the moment of truth wasn't in the destination, but in the journey itself, one that had only just begun. In the heart of Crimea, Lev found himself navigating a landscape not only of quaint streets and warm-hearted residents, but of secrets alliances, and hidden animosities. Every day became a challenge, every conversation a test of his patience and ability to filter truth from speculation. The Crimean residents, initially just eyewitnesses, slowly transformed into allies in his pursuit of truth. Their narratives, though diverse, held a consistent thread of genuine fear and astonishment. Their willingness to aid his investigation, whether by directing him to another witness or recalling minute details of that fateful night, solidified their status as valuable contributors to his cause. Yet, for every ally he found, there were foes lurking in the shadows. Back in Kiev, the television studio executives weren't pleased with his persistent probing. Threats of job termination began to frequent his conversations with them, their polished corporate tones failing to mask their growing hostility. Among these conflicting factions, Olena Valsilievna emerged as a paradox. Her introduction as an agent of the Secret Service of Ukraine, SBU, 
was as sudden as it was bewildering. Initially, she offered to provide vital data for Lev's investigation, data only a government agency could possess. However, her assistance came with an undercurrent of unspoken expectations. Lev found himself frequently questioning her motives and wondering whose side she was truly on. The tests, both external and internal, were mounting for Lev. As he walked this tightrope of uncertainty, Lev found his resolve hardening. He was no longer a mere observer of this enigma. He was now an integral part of it. His own fate intertwined with the resolution of this strange incident. Diving deeper into the labyrinth of mystery, Lev turned his focus towards understanding the content of the broadcast. The images of hundreds of Crimean residents couldn't erase from their minds. The images of war, the formidable American aircraft carriers, and the striking aerial shots of the Persian Gulf. They all began to form a disconcerting tapestry in Lev's mind. Valeria's words echoed in his ears, her detailed recollection of the broadcast, down to the frantic gesticulations of the green-skinned entity, sketched a vivid image that was both alarming and engrossing. The more he pored over these accounts, the more Lev was drawn into this riddle. Late into the nights, he hunched over his desk, surrounded by scattered notes and maps replaying interviews and comparing them with Ivan's theories. The entity's annotation, the sense of urgencies that viewers reported, it was becoming increasingly difficult to deny the possibility of an extraterrestrial warning. Even his sceptical mind had to admit, it was a chilling prospect. Were they being warned of an impending catastrophe? Were they being shown a future only preventable if they heeded this uncanny messenger? The isolation of his investigative journey mirrored the emptiness of the room in which the entity had appeared. Lev felt the weight of his task growing. An alien messenger on one side, and the people of Earth oblivious to the potential crisis on the other. The broadcast had managed to bridge a cosmic divide and now Lev was the sole translator, navigating the eerie echo of that green-skinned harbinger's warning. A heavy sense of responsibility settled on his shoulders, pushing him deeper into the belly of this mystery. No longer was this about proving the existence of the supernatural or extraterrestrial. It was about deciphering a message that could potentially alter the course of human destiny. The young, pragmatic journalist had now become an unwitting sentinel standing at the precipice of an otherworldly revelation. His persistent inquiry led him to a deserted warehouse on the outskirts of Crimea, the suspect den of a notorious group known for signal privacy. Lev ventured into the dimly lit building, his heart pounding with adrenaline. As he pushed the creaky doors open, a flood of harsh artificial light blinded him momentarily. His appearance was as surprising to the inhabitants of the warehouse as it was for him. A group of hardened, burly figures stared back at him from behind a mess of wires and monitors. 
Before Lev could even utter a word, they captured him, their gruff voices accusing him of espionage. Tied to a rusty chair in the centre of the room, Lev felt a wave of fear wash over him. However, his journalistic instincts kicked in, and he knew he had to convince them of his innocence. Gathering his wits, he spoke clearly and directly, explaining his investigations, his intent, and his findings so far. His captors, initially dubious, gradually grew less hostile as he talked. They listened, their expressions fluctuating between disbelief and curiosity. Lev's passionate recollection of the eyewitness accounts, the theorizing with Ivan, and his confrontations with the television executives gradually swayed their suspicion. Eventually, he was able to convince them of his intentions, and in a surprising turn of events, they confessed their own innocence in the broadcast matter. Though they were no strangers to breaking into signals, this alien broadcast was beyond their capabilities and understanding. The ordeal, while initially intimidating, proved to be a stepping stone in Lev's pursuit. Though he hadn't found the source, he managed to eliminate one possibility, reaffirming his belief in the unearthliness of the broadcast. It also reminded him of the dangers he faced, and the lengths he'd have to go to to uncover the truth. Having convinced his captors of his benign intentions, Lev was released. As he was being escorted out, his gaze landed on a sophisticated piece of equipment nestled amidst the jumble of wires and gadgets. His instincts kicked in. This was a signal tracing unit, capable of identifying the origin of broadcasts. With an air of nonchalance, he asked, What does that machine do? A gruff voice responded, Traces signal origins but it's useless for your alien broadcast. Lev nodded, feigning disinterest, but his mind was racing. If he could get his hands on that device, he might have a chance to trace the extraterrestrial broadcast. His chance came when the group was distracted by an argument. Quickly, but carefully, he managed to unhook the device and tuck it under his jacket. No one noticed the slight disturbance amidst the chaos. As he stepped out into the cool Crimean night, Lev felt an odd mix of triumph and fear. He had secured a potential key to uncover the mystery, but had also attracted the attention of dangerous elements. Regardless, he was one step closer to the truth, and that was reward enough for him. Having evaded further detection, Lev made his way back to Kiev with the pilfered tracing device. He enlisted the help of both Professor Kuznyov and Olena Vasilyevna, deciding it was time to trust the mysterious government agent. Together, they set up the tracing device in Kuznyov's cluttered lab, connecting it to various computers and servers. Olena was surprisingly helpful, her expertise in data analysis becoming evident. They spent several sleepless nights, hunched over screens, analysing decoding and tracing the mysterious signal. The tension was palpable as they patiently waited for the device to complete its trace. 
Finally, one evening, the machine beeped, indicating it had traced the signal. The screen flashed a series of numbers and a graphical representation that looked oddly like a star map. Kuznil's face turned ashen as he read the coordinates. This, this can't be, he muttered, looking at Lev and Elena with wide eyes. The signal's origin, it's not from Earth. Lev felt a chill run down his spine as the implications of Kuzniov's words sunk in. The impossible had been confirmed. The broadcast was extraterrestrial. He had crossed the threshold of skepticism, and there was no turning back. A newfound resolution sparked within Lev. No longer could he ignore the significance of what he had uncovered. The sceptical journalist was now a fervent believer driven by a need to reveal the truth. He holed up in his apartment for days, sifting through eyewitness accounts, cross-referencing them with his own findings, and drafting a comprehensive report that outlined the entire incident, the subsequent investigation, and the chilling conclusion. At the Intertelevision studio, the executives did their utmost to bury the story. Rumours swirled, painting Lev as a delusional sensationalist. They threatened his position, his reputation, and even hinted at legal consequences. But Lev remained undeterred. He was a journalist, and his duty was to the truth. Each threat only fueled his determination, giving him the courage to face the storm that was sure to come. With a few final keystrokes, Lev finished his report. He sat back, looking at the screen, the reality of what he was about to do sinking in. He was about to expose the truth that would shake the foundations of his world. Resolute, Lev pressed the submit button, sending the report off for publishing. He had done his part. Now it was up to the world to decide what to do with the truth. The morning after Lev's report was published, the world was abuzz. Television networks and news websites all over the world were dominated by discussions of the green-skinned humanoid entity and the strange broadcast that originated from a location not on Earth. Scholars debated the implications of this finding. Conspiracy theorists reveled in their vindication, and ordinary people were fascinated or terrified. Governments issued statements reassuring their citizens while attempting to conduct their own investigations into the incident. Amidst this whirlwind, Lev Simonovich found himself in the eye of the storm. He had become a celebrity overnight, praised and criticised in equal measures. The television executives were furious, but their threats were empty now. Lev was untouchable. The controversy he had caused had made him the face of arguably the biggest story of the century. And in spite of the chaos, there was a sense of peace within him. A young journalist who once laughed at the possibility of otherworldly entities was now a man who'd revealed their existence. His worldview had been turned upside down, reshaping him into a figure of courage and truth. There was a quiet satisfaction in knowing that he had defied odds and debunked sceptics, 
unveiling a truth that was far greater than he had ever imagined. From that day forward, Lev dedicated himself to seeking out truths hidden in the unlikeliest places, forever remembered as a skeptic who made the world believe. This story was written and narrated by me, James Deverell. Thank you for listening to this story. If you enjoyed my storytelling, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for more Tales of High Strangeness. I started this podcast off the back of my YouTube channel by the same name, which formerly went by Mr. Sinister. You can check out my older stories, which are still available on that channel. For short-form content, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook via the handle at Tales of High Strangeness. For exclusive access to behind-the-scenes content plus more, check out my Patreon account. If you, or anyone else you know, has a story about anything related to high strangeness, please reach out to me with a brief description to stories at daredeverall.com. I don't need you to write the whole story, so you don't need to worry about being an English major. We'll be doing all the writing. You'll just need to be willing to jump on a call with me so we can have a chat and I can get the whole story. Thanks again for listening.